What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Let's Go Bitches. I am your host, Fenrir765, and I'm joined by my buddy, Optimus. I forgot we changed the name of the show. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. Let's Go Bitches, right? That's what that's what it's called now. I mean, you'd have to be listening to the most current episodes, right? Hop to know that was that um, hybrid that suggested that name change. Yeah, or? yeah, he's yeah. the one. He's yeah, the one yeah. that he is dubbed the show now. Let's go, bitches! No, 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 no. We're really called the Tagcast or the Adult Gamer Community. Wow, I am Dude. struggling with my words. The AdultGamer.com Community Podcast. Words are hard. They. That is my life motto. How did you know that? <laughs> Anyways, yes, welcome guys and gals and people of all variety to our show. We, 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 we're glad you're here. I mean, for those of you listening live, thank you for ju- jumping in. And we got, we got some stuff to talk about this week. And it's been a busy two weeks and things have happened. And the video game world has been forever changed in my book. And I'm, I'm happy for it. It is, it, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta take a pause here. I, I, I've had a really kind of stressful last few weeks with my job, just some shit going down and it's just been bad, but you know, my head has just been all over the place, like dealing with the stress. And I have been more appreciative of having the escape of video games and, and having like you guys to hang out with, talk to play games with. And so thank you guys for just kind of being around and jumping into some video games. Cause it's been, it's been some, some, some shit and ish going on in my in my world so thank you thanks op for distracting me from some of that on occasion so as well as the rest of you that listen to the show you're a part of that as well so i appreciate that but uh yeah i mean dude did you uh did you celebrate uh xbox's 20th anniversary yesterday well they have played my xbox i celebrate xbox's anniversary daily I've been Xboxing since I bought one in 2001. There we go. I mean, that is that is the way to do it. I uh, I enjoy the uh, you know I enjoy the Xbox immensely. It's my main gaming console. It's my only gaming console, and the only way I game now. But I I love it, and 20 years of it, man. I can't believe it. I've only really been on it for 19. I, I got it a year late, but I. I have not looked back. I've gave given up on the PC gaming, um, not because there's anything wrong with it, but um, you know, just I, I love Xbox. It has all the franchises that I really care about, and even though there are games on other consoles and PC that I want to play, I just I'm happy with where I'm at. And if I had more time and more money, I, I'm sure I'd get involved. But man, 19 years—that's just for me. 20 years for Xbox—it's been great. So. Uh, yeah. Speaking of playing games, Hop, what are you playing? Uh, let's see. That's just a hard uh, well, transition. I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm uh, off my game with that right now. Did. Hey. <laughs> um. Well, we have hit the season. The season where they drop all the games. Uh, it started last week, and it's just going to roll through the rest of December or November, December. Um. Forza Horizon 5 dropped, and the graphics are amazing. The gameplay is sublime. I love the locale because it's in Mexico, which is right below me here in Arizona. I'm I'm in southern Arizona, so it's really close to home. There are parts of the game that I'm like, oh, shit, that looks like somewhere I drive 
kind of on a weekly basis. Um, <laughs> that being said, the online co-op is still busted just like it was in Forza Horizon 4. And it has me shaking my head going, how the fuck can you not fix something that was broken in the last game and not have it fixed for the new game? Um, that's really annoying. The game's great, though. It's great as a single-player game. Uh, I don't know how much co-op I'll be doing if the co-op's going to be that broken again, because that annoys the fuck out of me to no end. Um, Call of Duty Vanguard dropped, and this was a game that I was not going to buy. If you remember a couple episodes ago where I talked about how really bad the beta was, it was really bad. But when they showed that they were bringing zombies, and when I saw some reports from... Call of Duty streamers that had been in the know with Sledgehammer saying how they were going to fix all these things and it was going to be better. I kind of took a leap of faith and I picked it up and uh, I'm glad I did. I'm having a lot of fun. Is Does it still have some issues? Yes, but they did a like 400% turnaround from the beta, which was horrible and atrocious to the full game. Um, lots of maps, lots of fun stuff to do. Almost too much stuff to do in the beginning and maybe a little too grindy for some people but uh i'm having a lot of fun with a lot of my friends that are playing it and then we got the surprises of all surprises had not pringles or ruffles whatever chip company kind of spoiled that i remember i posted that in the discord as soon as i saw that i was pretty 100 percent sure that legitly we were getting halo infinite multiplayer on monday at some point especially coinciding with the xbox event um so uh, that's out, and um, it's okay. It's okay. I don't love it. I don't hate it. Uh, there's a lot of issues I have with it. It's not a bad game, but some of it worries me, and the Reddit sphere for Halo is pretty interesting right now. I'll just say that. What about you, Finn? Well, I mean, I, I know we're going to take a really big, deeper dive into the FPS season um, as it's back, but... Uh, yeah, I I've played some Vanguard and you know, it's interesting your thoughts on Vanguard and Halo. I'm kind of the opposite with you on this. So, um I've enjoyed my time with Vanguard. I think it's I think it's a pretty well done game. I have no issues with it, but I'm just kind of I, I I'm just not quite itching it or feeling it as much maybe as you are, but on, on the flip side, I'm enjoying Halo. So yeah, there's yeah, that. We are a hundred percent mirrored on these games. <laughs> yeah. So it, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll get into that a little further, but then I've been just playing some PUBG. Like, like I said earlier, I've just been, I've been having a really like life's been right crazy for me outside. And I just, you know, I haven't had as much time or some of the times I've just like, I've wanted to just be on the couch and vet, like completely zone out to something. So I would watch something on TV that was mindless. So I could just, my brain could finally shut down. So I haven't had as much game time as I, I like to have normally, but I am thankful for the time I've gotten and I've got to blow some, I got to blow some shit up and that made me feel better. So there's that. But it is time for me to once again call upon you to come join us at theadultgamer.com and our Discord server. We'd love to have you. Uh, we'd love to have you come join the show. Come talk about video games. Come talk about what you like about video games or don't like about video games. And let's just have some fun and chat. I mean, we can talk about anything. We've talked about, you know, mental health. We've talked about 
the good and the bad hype train of the hype trains with games. We've talked about like our last episode, the bad guys, uh, giving them some love, you know, come on the show. Let's, let's have some good conversation about video games and we'd love to have you. So just let me or hop know and we'll get you on and get you booked. And soon we're coming up to our game of the year season. So we'd love to talk about what games have been tickling your fancy. So now it's time for some news. And like I said, there's been a lot of news. Uh, the first story I pulled, uh, I got it from IGN and they were talking about Fortnite has given up in China. Like I, I did not think that there was anything in the world that could kill Fortnite, but apparently it's China. Apparently due to all the rules in China they can't really buy the microtransaction skins to change their avatars. Uh, so they, you know, which is half the enjoyment of the game for many people. But the craziest thing I read about it is due to some of the rules and Chinese values that there couldn't be one winner in the game. There had to be multiple winners. In fact, one, uh, of, the, yeah. one of the rules was <laughs> that any player who survived longer than 20 minutes would be automatically crowned victorious. All right. All you had to do is make it 20 minutes and you won the game. That's it. You got your chicken dinner. I know they don't call it chicken dinner in Fortnite, but your victory Royale, right? Like for a game that's, you know, predicated on being the last one alive. Like it just, I don't know. I, I chuckled when I read that. I was like, no wonder why nobody wants to play that game. So Epic Games has shut down their servers and Fortnite is dead in China. So I thought that was interesting. This one I also thought, as you are much more heavily involved in Call of Duty these days, as you were you know, many years ago, the Ricochet anti-cheat system that's coming out, their uh, like lead designers, he was talking in an interview and he said that uh, if you earn a permanent suspension, it is for all Call of Duty games, past, present, and future titles. Well, good. <laughs> so they are taking a really hard line on cheating, which is what they should. They should do. And it is, I mean, they're looking at hardware, identifying your hardware, um, all that stuff, like just anything that they can grab onto that will keep you from being able to play any Call of Duty going forward. So that's, I'm glad they're doing it because Warzone, was a mess or is a mess or whatever for a very long time. So I'm excited to see them coming out with that and, and, and actually laying the hammer down. Uh, did you actually watch any of the 20th anniversary celebration? I, I did, but I didn't get to finish it. Yeah. It's, it wasn't very long. I thought they did a good job for making it only like 30 minutes long, but uh, they had a really, they have a really cool documentary coming out that I'm interested uh, yeah, in. Yeah, I saw that part. I saw up to the part right before they started talking about Halo, and then I had to go back okay. to work. So. Yeah, I caught it later in the evening, so I saw the documentary. So that's interesting. But they they announced, which I wasn't, which was no surprise to anybody, that they were adding more titles to the backwards compatibility program. Over seventy titles. They included the Max Payne series, the Fear series. A uh, handful Otogi. of other, Otogi, yeah, a lot of games some, were added to some it. Some of the older Dead or Alive games, a lot of original mm -hmm. Xbox games, which is cool. Yes, and a lot of FPS boosts, 
stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Gears of War, the entire original 360 Gears of War games are now getting a FPS boost. Awesome, right? Well, they kind of quietly also said we're done with the back compat. You know uh, what? But they said that last time. Well, they said that like years ago, and then well, they've slowly trickled things they in s- and out. They said they were focusing on the the Series X and S hardware and the emulation side of that. But they said, I mean, they they're flat out like blunt about this. This Microsoft spokesperson in the X wire Xbox wire post said. Uh, this is the final edition of 360 and Xbox original games to the backwards compatible program. They've reached their limits of their ability to add additional games to the catalog due to licensing, legal, or technical constraints. And we well, know we've said this before, so but we went back one more time yeah. to bring as many fan requested titles as possible <laughs> for the catalog to celebrate our 20th anniversary. So I think they're probably kind of screwed. Like, there's probably not yeah, much I know left. some of it probably is yeah. licensing. Yeah, oh, there's a couple they forgot, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I know Audible has a few that he was really upset about. So yeah, where's my Capcom SNK two? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I will talk about this game a little later on, but Battlefield 2042. I thought this was kind of hilarious. So they have this portal mode where you can access all the old maps and create your own custom game modes. And they, some people figured out that you could create a mode where you could have a ton of bots and a small human team going against these bots. And these bots would have like no weapons, low health, and they were using it to farm XP to like upgrade their weapons and vehicles and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening was they would have these like descriptions like XP farming or, you know, whatever. And people were logging in. And once the small human team was filled, then people were being backfilled into the bot team where they would have no health and only a knife. And they would have to run down after these guys fully kitted out with weapons, shooting them. And it ended up becoming this thing where like, it was like some people were treating it like a game mode. Like they were trying to go after and kill the human players, which was virtually impossible. So, you know, what they thought was they were the going to be the hunters. They ended up being the prey in this situation. So, mm. you know, it it's just interesting to see, like, some people will f- take something and go, oh, okay, I guess this wasn't meant for me. But some people will actually go, no, I'm going to actually win this game, even though it's unwinnable. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but now they've nerfed the, the uh, bot XP grind. Uh, or not grind, but uh, what loophole? There it is. So it's much. I think there's a cap. Like you can only earn so much XP per day or per whatever. Uh, by f- doing bot matches. So it sounds like they're they're trying to fix some of those things across the board. And then oh, Hop, are you interested in a Gucci Xbox collaboration? Uh, very much so, but I cannot afford one. <laughs> Have you seen this thing? Yeah, it's pretty gaudy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's it, is, it is classic Gucci. I mean, yeah, they, so Gucci and Xbox have teamed up and 
you know, tomorrow or as this episode posts, they will finally uh, be selling these things in New York, Beverly Hills, Mexico City, Milan, London, Berlin, Beijing, and Tokyo. These are the only places you can find it, but you can get a Gucci bag or carrying case for your Xbox Series X, a branded Xbox Series X that has all the, the classic Gucci logo or Gucci like pattern to it, two controllers that uh, again Gucci style Gucci fied or whatever and it comes for you at the cool crisp $10,000. Yeah. I, and they're making a very limited amount for this. So I I don't know you know I kind of want to see if Tamzilla is going to be walking around town with her Gucci case, right? So you know, she, I, with her new job and everything, I, I, I totally see her, you know, just bopping around town with her Series X, just jamming with her nice Gucci controller. No, Tam, you, not for you. <laughs> She's probably flipping you the bird right now. Oh, she most definitely is. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty cool that they're doing that. Uh, again, not for me. Some PlayStation news. There are more than 25 games, exclusive games for the PlayStation 5 in development at this time. I think that's awesome. I think that, I mean, clearly PlayStation has the studios to do this, but, and I can't wait to see what some of those are. I mean, we already know a few of them, like Spider Man 2, Horizon Forbidden West, Gran Turismo 7, uh, God of War Ragnarok. So those are some of the big ones that we already know about, but. I mean, 25 is a, is a big number. So I hope that they all come out and I hope they all have the same pedigree that all PlayStation games seem to have right now. And they can keep just building that, uh, their, their library and just keep going from there. Cause I mean, if they do well, that only makes Xbox want to do well. So it's good to have that competition between each other. Also right. with PlayStation, Unfortunately, I don't think this is just a PlayStation thing, but this is the, you know, with the earnings call lately, the chip shortage is hitting them harder uh, even more. I guess they had a goal of trying to hit 16 million PlayStations sold by March 2022. And I guess they're now lower that to below or around 15 million. So a whole million units being cut from production. Right. So that's. And if you know it's hitting them, it's got to be hitting some other places, right? So I'm sure Xbox is feeling it. I'm sure TV manufacturers, obviously cars are having a huge issue with it. So hopefully this thing can get sorted out sooner than later because this is starting to like really suck. And it really sucks to have this in the holiday season where I know a lot of people are trying to get it. And I got this information from Bloomberg, by the way. So I just really hope that uh, this can get sorted. Hop, I have a question. As a non-Nintendo Switch owner, can you like watch Netflix on your Switch yet? Uh I don't think so, man. I don't like. I, I may own. I, I technically don't own it. My kids do. There True. may be a Switch in my house, but I really, outside of playing Cruising Blast or Mario Kart with my kids, or maybe um. What's that other boomerang foo? Any of the other co-op games I like to play? I don't really mess with the Switch. I did I, I did see that they're adding Twitch onto yes. the Switch. And um 
I gotta wonder how that's gonna run because I mean, the switch doesn't have a lot of overhead as it is. Well, you can test it out tonight once we're done recording and report back. But it is out there. You can watch. No, I'll leave that for the other people to tag. <laughs> Yeah, you can watch. Twitch I don't even use Xbox. Twitch on my Xbox. <laughs> yeah. I do it on occasion when I'm kind of itching for something new and I want to go check it out just before I buy it. And then I realize, no, nah, I don't really want to buy that. So, uh, yeah, you can watch Twitch on your Switch. I mean, I think the names of the two companies just had well, to But you can happen, only right? watch Twitch? You can't stream it from your Switch? Uh Let's see. I mean, that kind of makes sense. I wonder. I don't know if the hardware could. No, you cannot stream directly from the Switch itself, but you can oh, watch just it. watch. Yes. Oh, jeez. So yeah, no, I will. I will not be doing that. All right. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say. I was gonna say, man, if you can run Twitch on the Switch while you're running a game, that's pretty crazy. All right, now say Twitch Switch five times fast. No, no, thank you. Oh damn. Okay, I tried. Uh. Only if you add mix switch in that oh, too. Jesus, I, that's a tongue twister that will be hard to pull off. I'll, maybe if I get a few more beers in me, I'll give it a try. So Rainbow <laughs> Six Extraction finally gets a re- release date. I'm actually excited for this game. I don't know if I'll buy it, but I'm excited to see what it actually comes out to being. Uh, it looked great, gorgeous at E3, so I'm really excited for it. But it comes out January 20, 2022. So not too long. And they lowered the price down to $40. So that's kind of exciting. You also get a battle, or not a battle, but a uh, buddy pass system. So you can uh, get two passes to invite other players for 14 days. And any progress made during that time will be transferred to the full game. If you decide, if the trial person who's trying it decides to buy the full game. So I think that's pretty cool. You know, with multiplayer games like that where you have to buy it, I think that's a cool strategy to and get people to be encouraged to do that. I know uh, several like co-op games have done that where they've allowed a buddy pass to play it with you, so you only had to buy it once. Uh, but if they've had right. some caveats where like progress didn't transfer or you know whatever, so but it'll be interesting to see if something like this can continue to be built upon. These last two stories, I'll, I'll touch on one really quickly because it deals with Elden Ring, which is a game I'm really excited about that comes out, uh, I want to say February. Um, so I'm really excited for it, but they just had their closed network test uh, come out and you couldn't stream anything, but you could talk about it. The weird thing is people took their closed network beta keys and they were selling them, excuse me, selling them on eBay for like 300 bucks as low Always. as... Yeah, like so if you're a scalper, I guess you will scalp anything, won't you? And mm-hmm. I just I just can't believe like that people are doing this and like there's gotta be a way for them to figure that out. Like, hey, we didn't give this beta this beta code to you or whatever. So I don't know. I hope that those scalpers get their hands slapped and maybe get banned from playing Elden Ring in the when the full risk comes out, that'd be kind of fun. Stop ruining the fun for everybody. This last story I thought of you hop when it, and when it popped today, you can go on to Xbox and you can buy for $10, a standalone version of tiny Tina's assault on dragons. Keep. 
Yeah, but I already own that. I know. I know. But if you just wanted to play by itself with no other issues and just load mm. right into it, you got it, right? I think they should have, anybody that pre-orders the new game should get that, you know, as a pre-order bonus. I don't know why they're not doing that. That, that would be nice. The... But it is an interesting tack or interesting tell, you would think, to maybe, because obviously, uh, this the game takes place in the bunkers and badass universe, which is obviously mm-hmm. where uh Wonderlands is going towards. So, you know, maybe obviously some of the techniques that were used in that game may be very prevalent in the new game or in, in Wonderlands, right? So, I don't know, I'm excited because I think uh the Salt and Dragon's Keep is still one of my favorite DLCs from that game. Uh, I will, and I know you, you probably like 100% agree with me. Borderlands 2 is still probably the best Borderlands game. Uh, I would say story-wise, content-wise, um, character build, skill tree-wise, yes. I think the gameplay improvements on three are way better. If you could mix yeah. the two, we'd have like the best Borderlands game ever. No, and yeah. I tried playing, I tried going back to two again sort of recently. I was like, maybe I'll go play Borderlands 2. I was like, oh, this is rough now. This is really rough. It's kind of like playing Borderlands 1 after you got so used to playing two. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I got so used to playing three, I went back and played two, and I was like, woof. Yeah, I would agree that definitely the gameplay of three was better, but yeah, I the story, the villain in two is what that that alone makes two yeah. just. But two to me is the peak Borderlands because I definitely played a ton more two than I did three, and I just think everything in two just hit right. The story. At the time, the gameplay mechanics to me were great. You know, they weren't like I really enjoyed it. I didn't have any issues with the way the game played at the time when I originally played through the series or the that game. But the DLC just was amazing. Like just everything they did, they did such an amazing job. And three, yeah, I think overall three story wasn't bad. But the bad guys, the the main protagonists, mm-hmm. were just no right. They're just meh. Like yeah, I wanted to. They kill weren't them, as they weren't as uh, charismatic as yeah. handsome Jack. I think he's. That was getting, a hard. That was a hard character to follow up. I don't know if they could have ever written anything that would have worked. Well, and they did such a good job with him in the pre sequel too, right? Like it's just. Those two games together just connected and you got you now like you got to understand why Handsome Jack was the way he is. So like you saw that kind of de-evolution into his narcissistic craziness and then in you know, in the pre-sequel, but you also, and then the so then it all made sense in the Borderlands 2, why it was the way, why he was, he was, why he is the way he was. Fuck. Wow. I can't speak. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, moving on. 
Hop, give us some community updates. I'm just going to make a terrible segue for the second time tonight. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the update I got uh, via the uh, community game channel uh, this week, Thursday, November 18th, we're going to do Halo Infinite crossplay on PC and Xbox. You can't even turn crossplay off if you wanted to. So uh, that's what we're doing for the Thursday night game night. Um Friday nights, we've been doing Fight Club. It's kind of been on hiatus. Everybody's been busy and or playing all these other new games. We'll see if we can get some some people excited to throw down some fighters again. Um, Fen, anything going on in the book club this month? Yeah, they are still reading that Terms of, Enlist- terms of Enlistment, and they are already chatting about it. So if you had a chance to get it going, come and join uh, the book club and chat about terms of enlistment. And then uh, we're about halfway through the month. So uh, you have a chance to catch up, finish it and talk about it. And then December, they will select a new book, usually science fiction, fantasy, those type style of books. So yeah, come have some fun in the book club channel, add yourself the role in our roles room and go from there. So hop. Now it's time. Like I said earlier, FPS season is back. It's been many, it's been like three years since we've had FPS season, you know, first person shooter season. It's been a minute. Yeah, because the last couple years, the only real big first person shooter, especially in the multiplayer shooter aspect, has been Call of Duty. But now. Yeah, last last year they had the whole season all of themselves. Cold War was the only. FPS competitive shooter released that year. There was no new Halo, no new Gears, no new Battlefield, no new Titanfall. Uh, I mean, outside of Fortnite getting its constant updates, Cold War was the only, Black Ops Cold War was the only big shooter that dropped. Yeah, and and first-person shooter world, yeah, it was the only one for sure. Like, there was some, like, single-player type stuff, but there was nothing in the multiplayer aspect, or at least to the grand scheme of that. So... And then what? Halo. It's been six years since Halo Five. Yeah, released. since Halo so, Five. Uh, Battlefield. It's been three years, if I remember it's correctly. Battlefield Five. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was the year it was twenty sixteen when we had the year where Gears Four, Battlefield One, Titanfall Two, um, and uh, Call of Duty dropped within the same like. 10 day time frame. <laughs> that yeah. was the last time we had a ton of FPS shooters all come out at once. So it's back. And I know we've talked about on the show before, like, Hey, I don't know if I'm going to get call of duty Vanguard. I'm just not feeling world war two. Cause I got halo infinite coming. Ah, you know, battlefield looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm really interested in that, but you know, I'm a little worried because the last few iterations of Battlefield have just kind of been meh. So now that we're here, right? Now that the big three first-person shooters have released their multiplayers well, at, at the very yeah, least. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah because one of them's only multiplayer. One of them has only released its multiplayer, and one is in full release. So or Call of Duty's in full release. Halo's in beta for its multiplayer, and Battlefield is only multiplayer. So, 
I will first start and just say I've only played Call of Duty Vanguard. I've completed the campaign and I've played enough multiplayer to really kind of get a good idea of what it's going to be for a little while. And then I've done the test flights as well as last night I got a good two or three hours of Halo, Halo multiplayer in. I have not, though, had a chance to get uh, any real hands-on time with Battlefield since it's uh, early access. Um, so I did try the beta for one time, and I knew right then and there if I played more of it, I probably would definitely not try it. So I stopped. So I have followed along closely to some of what our tag members have been talking about when it comes to Battlefield. And I'll, I'll kind of try to drop some of those tidbits as we discuss those games. But I will say I'm kind of excited. Like, I was worried at probably around E3 that the multi, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the first person shooter world would have one of those seasons where everybody's really excited, but then everything would come crashing down and be terrible. And I will start with Call of Duty Vanguard. It's a game that both you and I have played. And I've beat the campaign. Have you beat the campaign yet, Hop? No, I have not. Uh, okay. I, I won't spoil anything, but I really enjoyed the campaign. Like, I thought it would be, wouldn't be as good as Black Ops Cold War or Modern Warfare 2019. But I, you know... Is it as good as those two? Not necessarily, but I really enjoyed it. I don't think what, it's... what I've played the first two levels, and what I've played, I've really liked, at least graphically, yeah. cinematically, thematically. Um, you know, it moves and plays smooth like a Call of Duty game. That newer Infinity Ward engine on the new hardware is pretty gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it... So, so far, I'm, I'm digging it. Um... I can't give it a score or an opinion. Yeah, uh, no, I, and I wouldn't ask you to, but I'm just saying like overall it is just another, it's another Call of Duty game and, and I really enjoy the campaign. I've had fun with it. And then the multiplayer, I will just say that I have enjoyed my time playing Call of Duty Vanguard with the tag group. And there's several people in our audience right now that we've played with. And I've had fun with it. And would I play more of it? Most definitely. But do I enjoy as much as I enjoyed Black Ops, Cold Wars multiplayer, or Modern Warfare 2019? No. I, really? I, you I, would say Modern Warfare 2019's multiplayer is better than Vanguard? I didn't have the issues with Modern Warfare 2019 that a lot of people had. And I know Maynard's probably like ready to like choke me with that. No, statement. he likes he likes 2019. Oh, well, then who was but that? McSwitch and I will probably beat the shit out of you in the alley next week. <laughs> hey, don't shit on my pizza, man. Come on. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just giving you crap. I know, I know, I know. But like I honestly, like it's not that I think twenty nine or twenty nineteen is a better game. I just the the aesthetics, the the setting, the weapons, like I'm just kinda like, huh. Eh. The multiplayer with World War Two is just not it, scratching that itch with me for some reason, and I, and again, like I, I don't think there's any fault to what is going on. It's just not making. Like if I see you online, I'll come play with you, right? If you invite me to play, I will come play with you. 
you know, but I, if I have to look at the three games out there right now, I don't know if I'd pick Call of Duty Vanguard over the other two yet. I definitely know I wouldn't pick it over Halo, but that that's kind of where I'm going with that. Now, we'll see what happens with Zombies. Zombies has, I think it's a lot of fun, but I'm curious to see what they do when they actually start dropping the Easter egg business. So I'll leave my thoughts on Call of Duty Vanguard. I know you kind of shared yours, but go ahead and just kind of give a recap on where you're at with Vanguard. Um, well, like I said, I, uh, it would surprise me because the beta was horrible. And, uh, but like I said, when I saw that they were doing zombies and I saw that they were going to fix the game and, you know, I've got a, basically my brother-in-law, that's the only game he plays every year. And it's kind of one of the ways we stay in touch. Um, so I figured out what the hell I'll buy it. And I was like, everything else I would want to play is going to be on game pass. So I don't have to buy them. So True. It, it kind of financially just worked out good, which is and, which um, is one of the reasons why I also bought it because I was like, okay, you know, Hops really loving yeah. this. Several other people um, are loving this, and I'll do that. I'm digging it. It's a nice mix of so you're getting the newer engine. It plays a lot like Modern Warfare 2019, but the franticness of it is crazier. I was watching some of the uh, YouTubers and they were saying it kind of reminded them of when Modern Warfare 2 dropped and it was kind of just everything was overpowered and the sandbox was just a giant mess of craziness that it took them a while to balance. And that's kind of, I think, where Vanguard is right now. It's not super balanced, but it's a lot of fun. The maps, it launched with 16 maps, which is the first in a while uh, that they've dropped that many multiplayer maps, plus four Champion Hill maps, plus a campaign, plus the zombies mode. Now, this is probably the most bare-bones zombies offering they've done, but I did like that it's simpler, it's more arcade-like, it's really easy for new people to pick up. Fireman was like, I never played zombies, and so I had a lot of fun, it was cool. He's like, I can see why you guys like it. It's a good way to level up your guns and just... It's like a cool horde mode, and then yeah. I like how they stripped down some of the mechanics. Um, I'm sure they'll rework some of those things and add some stuff to it. But overall, I'm stoked. I'm stoked on the Vanguard. I'm looking forward to see what they do this year. There's rumors that they're going to bring Indiana Jones and Captain America. I think that's kind of neat. It's cool that they were able to do those kind of crazy things in this game. Um, so yeah. Do I like it more than Black Ops Cold War? Mm, that's a tough call. That was probably my favorite in a long time since Black Ops 2. So, yeah. Didn't say that. But I do like Vanguard way more than Modern Warfare 2019. Way more. Night and day more. And you know and what? The World War it's okay II, that like, you can be wrong. It's a World it's right. War II. Yeah, it's a World War II theme, but really the guns are all super. Yeah, they have like very modern attachments. It doesn't feel clunky and slow in a World War II way. Although there's no trophy systems, which is kind of neat. Um, <laughs> yeah, but some of the attachments are silly on the guns. We're like they didn't have those kind of sights, but you know, I'll let it slide. It's an alternate history. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, and like I said. You know, when I'm kind of thinking about this, like if I, I don't like to give scores to things, but like when I'm looking at something like Call of Duty Vanguard, like if I had to rate the game, like I would say it's like a B, like a solid B to me, right? It's definitely something worth playing, definitely worth checking out. 
Um, if you're interested in the campaigns of them, like obviously I'd wait for a sale if it gets down low enough to what you're willing to pay for. But the multiplayer is fun. It's engaging. And, and I will definitely play more of it um, as time goes on. We'll see. But yeah, I just, I'm really interested. With, I, I just, it was not blowing smoke up my skirt as much as I would have as I did with Black Ops Cold War or Modern Warfare or Blackout 4, you know, Black Ops 4, Blackout, <laughs> Blackout 4, because um, that's all I played of it until yeah, yeah, yeah. way late in its cycle. But um, I had a lot more fun with those games than I than I have felt so far in this game. Um, Now, Battlefield 2042, like I said, and I know you as well, Hop, we, we haven't really played it, but... From some of the things I haven't I've, played it at all, so yeah. I can't really comment on yeah. anything about it. But I do know some several people in the community that have played it, and and they and they've seemed to really enjoy it, and they've enjoyed the portal mode more so than they have like the traditional uh, game mode. And I know like Fireman, uh, Captain Crunch, B Daddy, like some of those guys, they've they've tried some of these different things out, and they. They've enjoyed the conquest mode or the the large scale 128 versus 120, not 128 versus 128, but whatever modes. And they've been chaotic. They've had the battlefield, you know, brand and stamp on it. But they've really been enjoying that portal mode, diving into those older maps and some of those older game types and having more chaotic or custom modes with that. So it sounds like they've done a better job with or not better, but done a good job with handling some of the issues that were in the beta that was just like not even a month ago. And like some of the flickering, some of the chat weird shadow popping in and out, uh, some of the weird things. I, I Cowboy Raptor had shared a video of this like weird fan car thing, kind of like a fan boat, but it was still a car with a big giant fan on the back of it. And they were able to drive up the side of a container ship uh so like obviously there's still some glitches that you can kind of have some fun with and but i i am curious i do think i will try to do some battlefield hopefully i do it sooner than later so i can join in with some of our tag members and and really get a chance to to experience it but i think my time may be limited to that 10 hour trial for battlefield just because I think our next game that we're going to talk about, uh, Halo, is going to probably dominate the time that I have going forward. So, uh, Hop, any thoughts about Battlefield? I know, like, you're not a Battlefield guy, but have you yeah, seen? I'm going to wait and see what happens. Uh, visually, I like what it looks like. Every time I try to get into that series, I just it just that big giant battle gameplay doesn't do anything for me i tried with well, i didn't like battlefield one at all that one put me off pretty quick yeah uh five i played a little bit like i and i suffered through it till they got to the firestorm battle royale i wanted to like that but it had the clunkiest inventory menu, menu yeah. system of all time um you know, I love Star Wars, so battle. I would play Battlefront one and Battlefront two, but it was mostly because it was Star Wars. The gameplay itself kind of drove me crazy at times. So, yeah, I'm gonna wait and see. This Battlefield is generally not my thing. I'm definitely more of a, of an arcade kind of shooter, which is why I lean more towards stuff like Halo and Call of yeah. Duty and 
gears. So now, um, there's nothing against Battlefield at all. It's just not for me. Anybody in the audience, if you played Battlefield, please let us know in the podcast channel and just tell us what's up. Uh, I will say that I've kind of caught some of the Hazard Zone videos and streams just because I was curious about it. And it's kind of a Battle Royale, Escape from Tarkov kind of mix of things. And I, and I would be curious to try that mode out more so than anything. Uh, so I really, I really am interested to hear, you know, what people's experience with that is. And obviously it's a very squad based thing. So if you're just going in with randoms, it would probably be harder. Uh, you know, I know when we played a lot of in uh, black ops, cold war, the uh, fire team modes, you know, we would always, if we had a full team, we would always place in the top three easily. Right. And have fun doing it. But if it was just like me and you with some randoms, we always kind of struggled and just, it, it never ended well. So, uh, yeah, it seems like a lot of people are kind of agreeing. Some of the older battlefields like Black, Bad Company and Battlefield 4 were some of the best. But uh, 3, five, 5 was fun. But, you know, Battlefield 1, a lot of people didn't really enjoy. But Battlefield 1 was weird because it was that World War One. And World War yeah, One, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. <laughs> I was like, no. World War One was known for trench warfare, so I don't really know how Battlefield One really, unless you obviously have some revisionist history, really kind of take that to the next level. But all right, so we've dived into those two. Let's talk about obviously the one that had the not so big surprise drop yesterday. Uh, Thank so you, it was, Pringles. Yeah, and it was leaked like. Friday uh, afternoon that this was going to happen. And I kind of was hoping it wouldn't because of all the things to be played. There are there the Halo Infinite's multiplayer did release as a beta and it's but it season, is season one. It is season one. And they just said they're going to extend season one until the month of May, which will be interesting. Um, they won't share any details about co-op or forge until after the holiday break in December and January. So we won't know anything really until December, January after the full release on December 8th about Halo's co-op and forge modes. So with that being said, um, I played the flights. I had a ton of fun in the flights. Yes, there were some weird wonky issues with the controller controls settings, and we were able to kind of dial those in. Then now we have the release, and again, those wonky control settings obviously got reset. And I've been I toyed around with them, and I think I found something I really like, and I, I'm excited to kind of dial that in. But I've had so much fun in like the three hours I played it. In fact, when we get off this podcast, I may boot it up right away and, and try to jump in and play some more. But I'm really enjoying it. Yes, there are a lot of things that need to be tweaked and ironed out. Uh, if you go into the Halo channel and our Discord server, you'll probably see Tony just ad nauseum going on about the progression system. And, and you know, Dude, we- it's not just him. The entire Halo Reddit and the Xbox Reddit. I know. 
it, it it's not perfect. They do need to tweak it. It's I, far from perfect. They're, yeah. It, they it, definitely it, need to change that. Yeah, it's definitely a grind fest. And I know you, that... The problem is, even if you grind, you don't unlock anything. It's totally broken right now. People are... There's oh. a lot of people that are really upset about how it's working because it's not working the way I think they intended it to. And it's way too slow. Yeah, I think that's a big issue. Like, you're not getting enough points for the things you're doing. I think that's definitely hard. And it's also causing people that are tickers, people that have like OCD for that stuff. When they're playing the game, they're so focused on, I got to get five shotgun kills that they're not even doing anything else. So it's driving the other players crazy. They're like, dude, you're not even playing the objective. Which is definitely an issue with that kind of system. And I, and I totally get it. And, you know, you know, like I said to Tony, I was just like, I just can't imagine living my life that way. But, I know there are people that are, and I and I can't. There are people that that's what they do with their gaming. Yep. They just gotta tick the. It's just like beer tickers. I don't know if you've ever met a beer ticker. They don't even care if the beer's good, but they gotta try it so they can put it on their uh, tapped app and say that they drank it. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> um, you know, there's like you know, Pluto says, "Oh, grind fest and free to play, shocking." Uh, yeah. I'm Sith not surprised is, by that either. Sith is telling us that, you know, he thinks that they'll change it up toward closer to the MCC uh, style battle pass that was released not too long ago. So, yeah, I mean, I do think that things will change with it and it'll get better or at least have more common ground. But outside of that, there are some other things with the menus and the playlists that, again, I think those things will come down the line. It is technically the beta. Um, but as a core gameplay mechanics, oh God, it just feels great. It just, I love it. I'm having so much fun with it. And the first match I played, I'm sure I was just in a lobby full of like new people who haven't booted up either. And I just wrecked everybody and it was awesome. And I had a great time and I'm, I've, I just feel at home with halo. Like I, I'm sorry. Like I love, the guns i love the mechanics i just love everything about it i haven't really toyed around with tons of guns yet but i you know i will try them and do time and have fun with it and i'm sure there'll be a challenge that will come up and say you know do this with a commando rifle and i will if i come across a commando rifle i'll pick it up and try it and i i'm loving it the maps that i've played in the beta or the flights and then the the two or three new maps I played since that were added to it. They just feel smooth and perfect. They feel balanced. So I'm having fun. Sith and I were playing with, Oh shit. Sith. Who were we playing with last night? Oh, audible and uh drunken casualty. That was it. And you know, we had some good capture the flag maps or games. Like we had some fun with it and we won them. So I'm, I'm having a blast. So I know that, you hop are not feeling the same warm fuzzies that I'm getting with Halo. So go ahead. Mm-mm. So I have loved every Halo game. One, two, three, uh, ODST, Reach, MCC, even with all its things, and five. I'm not loving Infinite. I don't hate it. It's not a bad game, but. Right now, I'm not impressed. It's like 
to me, the graphics aren't that great. It plays too much like Halo 3. It's very slow. The sprint speed is trash. The slide is super slow. The progression system is terrible. The lack of variety in maps is crap. Um, the guns feel okay. The controls feel like crap. I still haven't figured out how to make it. I don't know how they went from Halo 5, which had really nice controls, to this trash heap control system that they have now. Um, I'm glad there's an FOV slider. There's one positive thing. Um, I'm just not really impressed with it. I'm really like, I'm really let down as a huge Halo fan. I've loved every Halo game in this Halo game. I'm like, what the hell is going on over there? So that's just me right now. I'm not hating. I'm just saying this is really oh, like man. a huge <laughs> letdown for me as a longtime Halo fan. This is the first Halo game where I'm like, wow, what what happened? It to me, this kind of feels like with what um, uh, happened with Gears, and it may I may just be George Costanza. It may I invented it's not you, it's me. Um, <laughs> maybe yeah. I'm done with Halo. No, don't say that, man. You can't. But I can go Halo. back and play Halo Five right now and have a blast. It's fast. I can move good. The guns feel good. The controls feel good. The movement feels good. Halo Infinite, I feel like we've gone back in time to 2006 or 2007, and uh, this is like an update to Halo 3. See, yeah, I think that's kind of what's happened, right? I think they compromised between Halo 3 and Halo 5. Like, they tried to find a sweet spot between the two. The only thing they kept from Halo 5 was the nice graphics. They took everything else away. Well, I mean... The the clamoring is there. Uh, I do think, and the sprinting. I do think the sprinting is not as fast you as mean it was in Halo yogging? 5. They yog. They don't sprint now. Sure. They yog. They do yog. But it is faster than, um, than what no. you would ever do in 3 to begin with. Oh, so. okay. Maybe in 3. I was going to say 4. 4 had a way faster sprint oh, and yeah. 5 had a sprint. Uh, even the sprint in reach is faster. Well, but those were equipment skill or skills only in only in reach. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I just yeah, Sith said the jet boost in five. I I do miss that as a everyday thing. But if you get the equipment, it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Um, it's a little bit more of a boost and and as the equipment item in Infinite, I feel like I I was having a lot of luck with using it. So I, I just think, yeah, I think there's been a compromise, but I don't know. Like, I think give it some time, man, play with it a little bit more. You might, you might come to love it. You might, you might become hooked on it and realize, yeah, this is great. This is, this is good shit right here. This is the top shelf creme de la creme, the best, well, you're really reaching, man. You're really reaching. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep that inner Halo spark alive in you, sir. You know, but yeah, the, uh, I do agree with you. They did something weird with the controller. Uh, Just does not feel the same. I've, can, I can play all the older Halo games, and they have a certain feel. This game does not have that feel. Well. Maybe we can find a controller with a controller setting that works for you. Cause I I've like I said, I 
I've toyed with it. I think I found something that does need some tweaking still, but it, it feels pretty good. I just think that it's really complicated to be able to figure that out. And the fact that there are people on Reddit posting, here's here's the controller fix settings. Here's how to... So I'm not alone in this. Yeah, I I agree. It's definitely... They have added so much customiza- customization to the controllers that it's confusing, right? You don't even know what... Yeah, like, but... It, but even out of the box, Halo 3 or Halo 4 or Halo 5, you might just tweak your sensitivity and it feels right. This game, the fact that I have to go in and adjust all the dead zones to make it feel somewhat decent is weird. Yeah. Do you think that has something to do with the advancements and things like with the Elite controllers and all the different controllers that are out there now? Like, Maybe, but why couldn't one of the people on their engineering team like play Halo 5 and be like, okay, let's make the controls feel like this game? Eh. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just like, saying, out of the box, your Spartan feels like you're driving the slowest tank person geriatric you've ever played. Like, I'm thinking about our buddy Maynard, who's listening right now. And I'm thinking about some of those con- those settings, like, do you think those settings Maynard could possibly save a controller's life in the future? Like adjust, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, if you don't know anything Maynard and you're love how you play games, cause you're hella good, but controllers, he's, he's a little tough on his controllers. Yeah. yeah just can, a little bit. You have a graveyard of controllers and, you know, do you think these settings can help some of these controllers last a little bit longer? So, you know, having those thresholds at little different places for you. So I'm just curious to see if that's something that is beneficial for somebody at some point in time. Because, I mean, obviously, when I was reading through it, I was like, what the what in the hell is this threshold being here allows me to do, you know, have better reaction at the outside of the threshold instead of the inside and i'm like god i don't even know what this means like can you give me a picture explain it to me like i'm five so and so i'm just toying around with it and i just happened to come across something in the first two times i messed with it and got something that i felt pretty good like so yeah i think the maps so far look great yes there isn't a lot of variety in maps and yes the game modes aren't quite as plentiful and on we may not see as much of those for a while so um i'm just curious you know what we'll see maybe on pawn full release on december 8th which is less than a month ago month away if they'll add a bunch of things to it will we get um you know just like what will, what will also we get? like why isn't there a play this filter why can't we just play team slayer you know how many people are complaining about that yeah, the social media universe. There's people that are, and and what's happening now is people are quitting out of games if they get into a game type they don't like, like if they go into oddball or capture the flag, they're just backing out. Yeah. So it's like I don't know why these developers are like let's just make one playlist, everybody will like it. No, they're not going to like it. They're just going to quit. Why don't well, you just put the damn playlist in there? Well, I think I don't know what. Like I, I was just gonna say I think, and I was just gonna make a wild speculation. So I'm gonna go ahead and just say this is a wild speculation. I wonder if the Halo release of the multiplayer 
yesterday was a surprise to the studio. Maybe as of a few months ago, but for that chip promotion to be done and on packages and stuff, that was in the works for like three months. I think maybe the game was originally supposed to come out on the 15th or earlier. And then when they delayed it, you know, well, I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say something here. Like that chip promotion could have been done when they originally thought they were going to release the game like a year ago. Right. Yeah. That's what I mean. So like that means not as much to me. And they could have just been like, all right, we're going to go ahead and, do this so go ahead and they be did ready. have like, so, those, they did have those halo infinite products a whole year ago do you remember yeah. that i mean well <laughs> hell look at the back of the series x right you know the box of the series yeah. x it's all yeah. master chief so i just think uh i i think that the big thing is like maybe they're not fully ready. They weren't fully ready to release all of multiplayer. So they've given us a skeleton for the time being and hop. Like, you know, this like MCC came out. It was a giant dumpster fire. Halo five came out and it didn't have everything right off the bat either. So, and I mean, hell even call of duty Vanguard. Yes. It has a lot more maps from the jump, but it, you know, it, and it has better playlist stuff. Oh, it's filtering. got issues every. But, that's that's typical of every yeah. COD release ever. But but I mean, you look at the COD release at the at release to where it is at the end of that year. Mm-hmm. Like there's no for sure. So yes, I agree with you. Yes, there's a lot of things that aren't there, and yes, I think the community has every right to be like, you know scratching their chins and tilting their heads and going, well, why did they do this right from the beginning? Cause they know this is a common thing we want, but in the end, I'm happy with it. I, I had some, I had a lot of fun with some big team battle last night. We had a huge crew of people running around blowing shit up. Uh, so I can't wait to get back into it. Like I said, as soon as we're done recording here, I may boot it up and jump back in there. And, and I, and I hope you join me hop. I really do. So, any final thoughts on FPS season for 2021, Hop? Uh, no, just uh, be gentle on your controllers because uh, with the chip shortages, you may not be able to find any. I have a backup Powerade Profusion sealed in a box that I keep for, for that special day when my when my when mine dies. Yeah, and I, I think hope that's not anytime soon because it's been going good for almost two years. I may buy one of those just to have sitting around as well. So, yeah. Well, thank you everybody for joining us again for another episode of the Tagcast or affectionately called Let's Go Bitches. And you know, I'm I'm just thankful that you guys joined us. So catch us here at the adultgamer.com, catch us uh on Xbox or Twitter or wherever. Hop, give us uh give us a rundown where we can find you or what you're doing. Well, you can find me at the adultgamer.com Discord. You can also find me on Twitter at Futurist Retro. That's the handle for my podcast, Retro Futurist Culture Podcast, a sci-fi anime retro future podcast where we talk about all kinds of crazy stuff, part of uh, Ruminations Radio Network. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at the Fenrir765, as well as on Xbox at 
or not at on Xbox at Fender seven six five. You can catch me playing any game that I have, and I uh, just send me an invite, and I'll probably join you and have some fun, and we'll chat about whatever, uh, and go from there. But until then, guys, be safe, enjoy games, celebrate games, build other people up for having fun with games that even though you may not enjoy it, just let them have their fun and. Let's have some fun playing video games, but until then, I will catch you on the flippity flip.